Welcome, everyone, to the Meaningful Hearts Podcast, where we discuss the everyday questions that make us or break us if we let them. I am your host, Drew. Take my hand and let's walk this journey together. Welcome everyone back to another episode. And today we're going to talk about struggling to stay on task. Something that I deal with. Something I dealt with my whole life. And I'm sure some of you deal with the same thing. Well, congratulations. We're in the same club. Like a million other people out there struggle. You know, but it doesn't mean you're doomed. Doesn't mean you're screwed. Means that, yeah, just have to take some steps in the right direction in order to get ahead of the curve, right? Now, I have a, a few things that I'd like to recommend. Now, this doesn't, this is not, this isn't a one size fits all scenario because everybody's situation is different. Some people struggle at work, some people struggle at home, people, some people struggle with doing extracurricular stuff. I'm just saying take some of this stuff into account and try to use it to your benefit because I think it'll help. Now, how many of us love to drink coffee? Raise your hand. I do. I still do. <laughs> I love coffee. Well, can I tell you this? Drinking coffee is great in the beginning to stay on task. But it drops you off and leaves you kind of tired, leaves you kind of jittery. Or maybe you just deviate from what you're doing to have another cup. Or you can't function or you can't work without it, right? Well, I have a recommendation. Cut down on the coffee intake. Maybe try to have one cup a day. Like limit yourself to one. I know some of us are out there drinking four or five cups a day. That's no good. Drink more water. Make sure you're hydrated. You know, depending on the task you're doing, the environment that you could be in could also be causing this, right? That's that's normal. You have a distracting environment, depending on what you're trying to sit down and do. I know that, you know, sometimes uh, my nephew's around and he makes noises and does things and I can't stop him. He's four years old. He's a kid. And that's what kids do. So I try to, you know, side side. Uh, I can't even speak today. Well, that's a common occurrence. <laughs> well, I try to do things maybe around his schedule where he's not around or he's sleeping. Now, obviously, that doesn't work for everyone because everybody has different lives. But if you can make a place where you can get the most work done by maybe secluding yourself, putting yourself in a separate room, uh, maybe going in your car. Some of us can go in our cars and get some more work done, right? Sometimes you have uh, coworkers that are around, depending on the type of task you're doing. If you're at work, you know, the environment that you are in could be preventing you from doing a lot of stuff. So you kind of want to Stay away from those noises. If you're allowed to, move your, move your, take a laptop with you. If you have a laptop, take that with you. If you're, if you're not distracted by those things, maybe it's, you know, ourselves that distract it. You know, we, we always have our cell phones on us, right? And we can't look, we can't stop. We have to stop what we're doing every five seconds to check to see who hit us up, who texted us. Get your phone, put it in, the, in your desk drawer, put it in your, your backpack, your purse, whatever you have, put it away. Close out any web browsers that you have open with stuff because you might think that you can multitask 
and you might think that you're efficient, but your brain can only handle one task at a time. Now, that doesn't mean that you're slow at doing your work because there are people that can quote unquote multitask faster than others can multitask, but it still impedes on your capacity to do more work. It really does. It's scientifically proven. I don't make, I don't make, I don't make stuff up anymore. You know, I read, <laughs> no, just being a, being an asshole. All right. But in any case, yes, all those other things are slowing you down or distracting you and you're not giving your work the best quality it can get. Now I know it sounds dull, but if you want to be efficient, you have to pay attention, especially if you're making mistakes, especially if you're struggling as it is, do not add to that list of distractions. Even though they seem like they're not distractions, they are distracting you. And I'm telling you, your phones, they're the worst. I guarantee you, if you put a dollar in a jar every time you looked at your phone, you would have <laughs> you'd have a vacation by the end of the week that you could pay. I'm dead serious. I look at, look at people around you and watch them. If they're not looking at their cell phones in a pause or quiet quiet moment, then there's something wrong. That means the internet service is down. <laughs> now, you also want to calm yourself down and take some time to collect your thoughts before you start a task. Cuz not all not all tasks are just distractions around you, but sometimes we just have a lot going on in our minds. A lot of the times we have so many other thoughts going on in our heads and we're overwhelmed, which can build up and then we're like tending to five different fires at once, trying to throw a bucket of water here, bucket of water there. Guess what? The fires never die out. The fires don't die out. What happens? What happens then? You just have a whole bunch of fires that you're just maintaining, but none of the fires going out. And that is completely counterproductive. So we want to collect our thoughts, collect our thoughts a little bit and hone in on the one thing. We got to be in the specific moment we're in. That's what we have to focus on right now. Forget about everything else. That's irrelevant. You can only get one task done at a time. Make sure you're hydrated. Make sure you have some food in your system, right? You can't function if your body doesn't have energy to energy, right? Your, your body needs energy to burn. You need food. Healthy diets. Yes, being healthy does help with your productivity. Now, if you're not a healthy person, you're try, trying to hear that, still make sure you're eating some food. Put some food in your system. Even if it's junk, not saying eat junk, but your body needs something to burn. So you need that. You're not going to be able to function if your brain is thinking about food. It's going to automatically deviate from whatever you're doing. Put yourself in the survival mode. That's how we're built. That is our bodies. It's built to keep us safe. So make sure you're doing that. Hydrate. Less coffee. Now, also another good thing, another thing that I try to do sometimes is have a, a checklist of tasks that need to be completed. That should always be handy, right? And like I said, focus on one thing. If it's a multi-process thing that you're doing, make sure that you're you have it aligned so that you're doing it in a specific order. Don't try to, believe me, I've done this where I'm trying to write, write a paper and I'm also trying to research something and I'm all over the place. That's no good. That's not going to help you at all. Do not do that. Stick to a task and make sure you're doing it in a proper order. Even though you think you're being efficient, you're not. Just stick to a system. 
It'll get you so much further. I promise. Now, you get deep into your into your uh, into your project that you're doing, and then you're like, "Wow, you know, I've been at it for a while." And you start to get tired. You're like, "You know what? I'm starting to lose some steam here." Well, a good habit to keep you to run the marathon is to jog, not run really hard, and then run yourself into the ground. You want you're doing a marathon. You're gonna have to pace yourself. So take short breaks in between. Breaks up the monotony. Stretch your legs. It's also good for your back and your posture. Stand up and stretch. And then go back to it. Nobody's asking you to kill it in one shot. I know. Listen, you're like, oh, I'm like halfway there. I could just push a little harder and get through. I understand. But if you condition yourself in spurts to do the work, and I know you're working on a deadline. If listen, if if you can spare yourself, take as many breaks as you can in between. I'm not saying every five minutes, every half an hour. Stand up, stretch, get a glass of water, or refill your water bottle, whatever. Just stretch, and you'd be surprised at how efficient you're working. You're not only just working and in and losing energy, and then finally completing it with whatever energy you have left. You're gonna have a a decent amount of energy in spurts that's going to actually give you better workflow. And it's going to be a better product. You might make less mistakes, less work afterwards to correct them because you're fully there. You're not slowly drifting away. We don't want that. Why the hell do you want to work harder? You're going to work smarter, right? You don't want to do double the work. doesn't make sense. And if it could be avoided, it could be avoided. I understand you have deadlines and I understand that not everybody's situation is the same or ideal, But do whatever you can to set yourself up for success. That's all I'm trying to say. Now, if you can't avoid the noises around you, get a set of foam earplugs. I know this sounds silly, but they work wonders on drowning out noise, especially for sleep. You can buy them in big bags on Amazon, plug up your ears, and uh, go to work. You know, noisy environment, but kills the noise, keeps uh, keeps you in your own little place in your head. I mean, that's the best that I can I could recommend. If you can move on onto a space that's less uh, has less traffic, of course. But this, like I said, these are just suggestions that I have. Maybe thinking outside the box a little bit will get you to to possibly be more efficient, especially in very specific scenarios where maybe you can't just move out of the room you're in because that's where you're stationed. I get it. And remember, they're cheap; they're not expensive, so you could buy an abundant amount of them. Maybe you could share it with all those noisy people. Give them a hint. Hey, listen. <laughs> You never know. You might be that person that implements something new in your workplace, which makes everybody more efficient and less uh, less troublesome, right? People standing up talking around your cubicle, chances are they're breaking up the monotony too, but or they're distracted. You know, there's more than one of us that's distracted in office. I could tell you that from experience. Now, with a little practice and intention, you could become more productive. And it only works if you commit. If you commit to making progress in your work, this is not going to be something overnight. We all fall bad on bad habits. I am guilty of this. You say you're going to do something and then you deviate from it. That's okay. You're going to fall, get back up, try again. It's like a diet. Not supposed to eat ice cream, but you eat ice cream a day after or maybe an hour or two after you said that you weren't, you're eating ice cream, right? Old habits do die hard, and we're all out to make mistakes. It's not uncommon. 
But I will say this, as long as your intentions are good and you're trying your best and maybe your productivity goes up by 25%, I think that's, that's, that's pretty substantial. You know, that extra 25% means something. You know, I'm sure if you got 25% more in your, your paycheck, that'd be pretty cool, right? So 25% is pretty nice. Let's aim for higher than that. And let's benchmark it. Let's see if it's worked. And now this is not just for work. It's for other things. Maybe you want to prioritize your life, your life a little more, right? You come home. You know, your, your significant, significant other is there. And maybe there's something that you want to get done. And you know that they're going to be like, hey, let's watch this Netflix show or whatever. And you're like, damn. I'm, you can't say no. And then you end up watching that Netflix show. And then, boom, there goes another afternoon or nighttime that you didn't do that thing. Well, how about you make that person, your significant other, whoever it is, a part of your project, a part of whatever you're trying to do maybe. Now, this is a suggestion. Not all, not, this, doesn't, this isn't ideal for everyone. But, hey. Make them a part of it. Maybe they can help you get it done quicker. Or maybe they can help, you know, get, maybe they become more productive because you're doing something productive and they're doing something productive. And then you guys spend more time doing productive things instead of wasting time doing nothing. See? You know, sometimes eating better requires people around you to eat better. Makes you more, it makes everyone more healthy, but it creates better habits. You buy better stuff and you stop eating crap. Once again, this is something that I struggle with myself because, I mean, who doesn't want to watch a nice show? Who doesn't, right? So I, I, I think that these, these little things would help. Now, if you're, you have something you have to do alone and that person is distracting, you just, hey, listen, give me some time. I need to do this. You do have to exercise some restraint. You do. And you'll train people to understand that you're busy. They'll understand it. If they're... If they're a, you know, a logical person, they'll be like, hey, this person has this thing they have to, but you have to put the stress on it. You have to say, hey, this is important to me. You have to tell your partner that. You have to tell whoever it is that, your friends, family, hey, this is very important to me. I need to get this done. And they might give you some stuff about it in the beginning, but then they're going to understand that you're serious. Sometimes your, your family doesn't take you seriously or your friends or whoever. Oh, come on. Forget about that. Let's go do this thing. But like, no, I really need to do this. You need to stress that it's important to you. It's not going to be important to them. But I guarantee you, when you stress that it's important to you, they're going to get the picture. This comes with training people. Training people to understand what's important to you. And it will. It'll change. These things do not happen overnight. But I want you guys to be more productive. So I came up with this little list, and I hope that it helps you guys. I really do. If you could take a one thing off this list, maybe it's something that's so obvious because this list is very obvious. This is not a state of the art. I did, uh, you know, I went to, you know, Harvard Business Review and I spoke to, you know, a number of people. I didn't I didn't interview people on the street. I didn't interview billionaires and entrepreneurs. Right. This is pretty obvious information. I mean, don't get me wrong. I I follow and, and look at a lot of entrepreneurs and a lot of people that are productive and have grown grown to be very successful. But I'll be, I'll be honest with you, the rate of redundancy of what they say and how obvious most things are, it's really very obvious. The hardest part is taking action. 
the hardest part is always taking action. It's always being accountable and taking the action necessary to get something done. It's really just doing it. Want to build muscle? Got to go to the gym. Got to give the time. It's obvious. That's obvious what you have to do. Now, will you go do it? That's the question. That's the action. That is the part that most people get hung up on. Right? So I want you guys to know that this is not state of the art. I'm just trying to point out the obvious. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. And please hit me up on Instagram, the Meaningful Hearts Podcast. Also, the Meaningful Hearts Podcast at gmail.com. Send in your questions. I'll give you guys some answers. Love to have you on the show. Tell me your experiences, your life. I would love to meet you guys. God bless.